Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, if you're looking to move to the great state of Texas or, you know, some of the other places, Idaho, by the way, sucks. So does Wyoming, Montana. Don't move there. Don't move there. And and whew, Texas is getting really bad, too. Anyway, um, if you're looking to move uh, from a crappy state to a great state uh, or you're looking to sell your house in a crappy state, it can be tough. You need the best real estate agent you can find. We have we have scoured the country. We have found about 2000 of these real estate agents that we think are the best in the country. And we'd love to recommend them to you if they're in your area. So all you have to do is go to realestateagentsitrust.com and tell us what you're looking for. And we will find that agent for you. If we have one in your area, we'll recommend usually within the first you know couple of minutes. So it's realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you. Do it now. And welcome to the Glenn Beck program. They did it. They actually did it. They nominated Joe Biden or what's left of Joe Biden to become the next president of the United States. But is he really going to be the president? Is he the one directing the policy? Or is it is it Kamala Harris? I don't think so. Who actually is going to be the president of the United States if Joe Biden is elected? We're going to go over the convention, which nobody watched. We watched so you didn't have to. We begin our coverage in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Have you spent a lot of money on your uh, AirPods? Because I have. Uh, I have AirPods that are just so darn expensive. And uh, my kids have borrowed them and lost them, which I love. Uh, they fall out of my ears all the time, and they hurt. If you try to listen to them when you're going to sleep, they hurt as you lay. Does that, do you have that oh, problem? Oh, yeah. You, can't, you cannot sleep in those Can't things. sleep on And they fall out of your ears all the time all if the you're time. moving around. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So Raycon is out now, and they have fixed all of those things. They stay in your ears. Do you have a pair? Yeah. They, stay to- they completely stay in your ears. They fit, they fit like flush in your ear, yeah. so they're not like popping out like the stupid Apple And they have are. the the different uh, sizes, so you when you get it, you find the right size for you, and you pop them in. So you can work out in them. You know, you can That's walk That's a big thing them. for you, I know. You it's like uh, you, you, all you're working out is like it's like you're constantly like, oh, jeez, I'm working out so many hours yeah. a day. Like, yeah. These uh, earphones are such a problem for me because of all this Either working. Out. Either that or when I'm in bed, mm. they're comfortable. Uh, anyway, uh, the great thing about Raycon is they're also half the price. Uh, Raycon has their newest model out, the Everyday E25 earbuds. Best earbuds Raycon has put out yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. Half the price of AirPods. Uh, hello? What are you thinking? Get 15% off your order right now at buyraycon.com slash Beck. That's buyraycon.com slash Beck. Get 15% off their wireless earbuds now at buyraycon.com slash Beck. Tonight, the Democrats plan to rig election 2020. You're saying that voter fraud 
is a thing, and I'm telling you that it's not. And you're muddy in the water. Money in the water. Glenn exposes the dangerous truth about mail-in voting and who is behind the real election interference. Watch The Enemy Within. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. I stand by the, uh, the charge I made yesterday that the DNC would have higher educational uh, expectations of the audience of Sesame Street than they do of the audience of the DNC convention. They they are aiming so low. They're aiming at people. I mean, it, it just shows the contempt they have for their own voters and how stupid they think people really are. Because they're they're last night was was absolutely incredible. Everything they stand for. Uh, yeah, we're for women. Uh, you had Bill Clinton speak. And Bill Clinton was talking about uh, behavior in the Oval Office. Uh. Hello. <laughs> On the day the pictures come out yeah. of him being massaged by a Jeffrey Epstein victim. Isn't that incredible? A tad. A tad yeah. incredible. Yeah. A tad incredible. <laughs> uh, and, it's, and, and it's as if the DNC doesn't think that people who vote Democrat are actually paying attention to the news at all. Where they're saying, oh yeah, the, the riots on the streets. Oh yeah, th- those are peaceful. Those are peaceful. Nobody believes that anymore. Nobody believes that. Everybody knows this is a riot now. Everybody knows this is uh, Antifa. These are these are people that are trying to destroy America. Revolution, calling for revolution. Everybody knows that now, except for apparently the Democratic Party, who is still trying to get you to deny what you're seeing. You're for women. Deny what you're seeing on the screen. You have uh, Kamala Harris, who said she believed the accusers of joe biden of sexual harassment she believes them and yet she says he's the guy to be everybody else has to be canceled he's the guy that should be president oh and by the way to talk about how you should behave in the oval office here's bill clinton i mean wow wow is that incredible uh, let me play some audio of CNN where somebody actually had the guts to say, how, how, how is it that Bill Clinton has survived the cancel culture? Listen to this. How, how is it that Bill Clinton has not been canceled by the Democratic? How has he survived all of these waves of cancellation when he has been one of the biggest violators of these rules all these years? I mean, we, we talked you last night about the use of character. We talked, about, we, talked about the use of, listen, we talked about the use of character to try to say Donald Trump is a man of low character. Joe Biden is. OK, fine. Trump is fine. If that's, that's, he's fair game on that. It's totally fine. So you're going to say that in one breath and then say, Character matters. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Clinton. I mean, does this make sense to anyone? This has already been asked and answered decades ago. The point is that Bill Clinton is excellent at explaining stuff, especially the things that matter to everyday people. Like oh, he's excellent jobs. at things. That's Bill true. Clinton. Bill <laughs> so Clinton. So am I. Why don't you have me up there with my chalkboard? Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's an unbelievable one. Decades ago, the whole point of this Me Too thing doesn't matter. was that it doesn't matter. And we're gonna, I mean, how many people have, have been b- busted on things that they did decades ago? We haven't even talked about Epstein. 
He's palling around with Epstein. Yeah, again, that was decades I mean, ago, too. Were yeah, you gonna, but, uh, I mean, he hasn't... The other is we believe in redemption. Okay, well, um, you know, Donald Trump hasn't asked for forgiveness on anything. Okay, so, you know, you got to have redemption. Okay, Van, got it. Got to have... What about all those people who have said, oh, man, I made a horrible mistake. It was a different time. I, I would never do that today. You don't you don't forgive them. What about all the white people that didn't own slaves? In fact, no white people that I know, except for people like Epstein, uh, have ever owned slaves. What about redemption there? What yeah, you, again, you can't I, redeem white people, but you can redeem the first black president, Bill Clinton. Oh, and by the way. Uh, don't you dare appropriate anybody's culture. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, Van Jones, I think, Oof. has a case where he could say personally he he's he believes in that. But I mean, when right. you talk about the Democratic Party, uh, they don't. They 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 believe in redemption and really closer to ignoring anything uh, from people on their side. I'm surprised they even had Clinton there. To be honest with you, I, I am surprised, especially by that. after the Epstein photo came out that day. But what are you going to do? It's hard to pull him off then. I mean, look, he's still a he's a living president. Uh, Usually they'll have those people at the conventions, Mm -hmm. though. Right now, (laughs) I mean, Clinton, Clinton, think of the former presidents right now. I mean, obviously, Obama does his thing, but George W. Bush isn't doing the Republican thing. You know, was Carter at this? Yeah, Carter was at this. He was. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, not at this, but he was on this. Right. Yeah. Nobody was at this. Nobody was at this. Pretty much everybody in the Democratic leadership right now should not be going to any gathering. That is, they're, yeah, they're all in the vulnerable category. Yeah, they're yeah. all about three hundred and nine years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. could we please play the um, the audio of John Kerry uh, talking about the great foreign policy of Obama? Hi, I'm John Kerry. Hi. Hi. For the eight years of the Obama-Biden administration, right. we led by example. Did you? We eliminated the threat of an Iran with a nuclear weapon. We you built did? a 68-nation coalition to destroy mm. ISIS. Right. We forged a 195-nation agreement it. to attack climate change. Oh, right. climate stopped change Ebola is solved. Before it became a pandemic. Donald oh Trump inherited gosh. a growing economy and a more peaceful world. And like everything else he inherited... He bankrupted it. When this president goes <laughs> overseas, it isn't a goodwill mission. It's a blooper reel. He breaks up with our allies and writes love letters <laughs> to dictators. Okay, stop. America deserves it. I can't take so it. I can't take it. I mean, this is hysterical. How can he make this case with just the news coming out of the Middle East this week? They've done everything they can to make this into no big deal. But... You now have not only the UAE, looks like Morocco is now saying they're going to be the next to normalize relations with uh, with Israel. Um, there are five countries that announced yesterday uh, that they are looking to normalize relations. That's Bahrain, um, Oman, Morocco, and uh, looks like Saudi Arabia is quietly sniffing around and uh, gutter or Qatar, as we used to say today, the news comes out that Sudan, the Sudan is going to uh, normalize ties with Israel. How can you possibly say we, we had a safer Middle East? You didn't stop ISIS. In fact, you guys were the ones who armed ISIS. When Donald Trump came in, he ended ISIS. Now, they're not completely gone and they're going to come back, but still, they're g- it's a major accomplishment. It's a of his administration, major accomplishment. Which is totally 
uh, ignored now. It was the biggest foreign affairs issue when Trump came into office. Correct. And now it's not even an issue. Not even an issue. That is something he should get right. points for. And the Middle East, what, what Donald Trump did on the Middle East is unbelievable. It shows stop listening to the State Department. Everything. He doesn't care what the State Department says. In fact, I think he probably does a lot of stuff the State Department uh, says not to do just because they told him not to do it. Um, but if you look at what the State Department has always said and all of these experts that this if you oh, my gosh, if you move the embassy and you recognize Jerusalem, you're going to set the whole Middle East on fire. No, uh-uh, didn't happen. Didn't happen. In fact, the opposite has happened. Oh, if you annex uh, the West Bank, uh, Judea, Judea and Samaria, if you let Israel take those, it'll be war. No, uh uh-uh. And and I swear to you, what he did with uh, Judea and Samaria and the settlements and annexing that part of Israel is tiffany's his tiffany's experience his threat to tiffany's i'm going to build instead of the trump tower if you don't give me the airspace the ugliest building ever i think he and benjamin netanyahu i think he got him on the phone and said let's just tell everybody we're going to annex it i'll support you let's go they don't they're not serious about any kind of peace let's take it see what happens yeah, there's a nugget just like that in the John Bolton book, too, where I think I want to say it was early on in the North Korea time. Mm-hmm. It was it was one of the foreign affairs issues, one of the major ones we've all been talking about, where he says to his people, look, what do you need? What do you need to get, make them to do this? How about I threaten this? Just say, I'll just threaten this and I'll hold on to it. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be the crazy guy. I'm fine with that. Like he, this is the way he does this things. Is and it he's is. he's fine being the guy who's looked at as the crazy guy if he can get those things done. Uh, and look, even the New York Times went through this and gave the credit to the Trump administration and all the work that they did and said the entire thing happened during the Trump administration. So there wasn't like a big lead up of like, OK, here's the Obama stuff that that found built the foundation for this. Mm-hmm. The only thing that built the foundation for this was how poorly they did with their Iran strategy, which allowed this all to occur. But I mean, this all happened from 2018 on. So there's no way for the Obama administration to take credit for this. This is the exact reverse of everything that they tried to do in the Middle East. And it's one of those times where every, you know, right wing pundit who said you should do X, Y and Z was right, was right. 100 straight out right. right. No arguments like you never know with the Middle East. Could this all fall apart? I mean, of course, because everything always falls apart there. But this is more promise than you've had in the had in the Middle East in decades, uh, it seems like the momentum's going the right way instead of the wrong way for once. And this is yeah, all... It's going to turn around. I yeah. mean, it has to. Jesus is coming. So it's going to turn around. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but we've never seen this kind of historic action before, ever. And John Kerry talks about, you know, how he's insulting our longstanding uh, allies. England? England, Barack Obama? England, (laughs) you know, I know they punch you above their weight, but please don't talk to me about our traditional allies. What you did with Iran versus the probably the strongest ally we have, Israel, left everybody wondered what the hell is going on. You left our allies in the dirt. Donald Trump is just trying to say, you know what? Pay your fair share. 
pay your fair share because I don't think any of this works. And you know what? I'm beginning to believe that he is operating under that Tiffany strategy to be able to get his what he wanted. He bluffs, but you don't know. He has an he has a twitchy eye. You don't know if he means it or not. And so you take him at his word and you're like, he's crazy, man. He just might do it. Would he have built the ugliest building on Fifth Avenue just to spite uh, (laughs) Tiffany's? I don't think so, but he might have. He might have. All right. Um, Stand by. We have more coming up in just a second. (laughs) We also have uh, some Joe Biden uh, audio that I think is very, very good. First, let me tell you, it makes me feel good about him being president. Uh, first, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's Goldline. Wouldn't you like to skip over your banker's head and go straight to the endless fountain of cash that is the Federal Reserve? Wouldn't you just love it if they would open up an account for you and they could funnel money directly into that Fed account that you now have? Well, let me ease your mind. It's coming. Yes, the Fed has this whole laundry list of bad ideas, things like creating digital currency, printing money that has nothing to back it up, printing that money and then buying stocks and companies on Wall Street, stuff like that, including a bank account with your name on it. Holy cow. This, by the way, is not a comedy bit. They're doing all of those things. I don't know about you, but uh, none of that sounds like a good idea. Would you do yourself a favor and invest part of your portfolio, 10% of what you have saved, in either gold or silver? People say to me, I can't afford gold, I can't afford gold. May I suggest that if what is coming is what I think it is, gold is going to be so expensive, you know, you're not going to be able to, can you, can you break an ounce coin for for $5,000, can you break that for me? They're not going to be able to. You're going to need something like silver. So please, please find out if gold or silver is right for you. This is not, I'm not telling you about an investment. I'm talking about feeding your family and being able to have something when nothing is left. Also, talk to them about their $5 Liberty Coins. Their $5 gold Liberty Coins, they're really, really great. They're from the 1800s, early 1900s. Um, ask them why I collect uh, coins like that. Um, you know, God only knows what's coming, but I think it's important. I just bought some of their $5 L- Liberty Coins. I can't recommend this highly enough. Now is the time. Now is the time that we have talked about for a very long time. Call Goldline at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. If you're one of the people that uh, watches Blaze TV on Pluto TV, we have an important announcement. As of now, Blaze TV is now on channel 238. So make sure your thumbs are ready to punch 238 so you continue to watch your favorite Blaze TV programming. Uh, And remember, you can become a Blaze TV subscriber and get our full lineup, including my Friday exclusives, Mark Levin, Steven Crowder, and many more on demand and commercial free. Join now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. blazetv.com slash Glenn. You don't want to miss a minute of it. Now on channel 238, 
of Pluto TV. And we thank Pluto TV for being such uh, great partners with them. I, I didn't think they'd have the balls to do it. Um, but uh, it's a great replacement for your cable, by the way. Um, also, tonight on our Wednesday night special, um, this lie about Donald Trump and the post office. This is a setup so they can say, oh, Donald Trump, see what he did with the post office. And it's a way for them to be accusing him of something. So when you say, uh, look what they're doing, they're, they're suggesting that we just take ballots after the election, that postmark days after the election. That's insane. They're also saying, oh, no, there's never any problem with the mail-in ballots. Uh, also, completely incorrect. All of the facts on this that the mainstream media will not give you, you need to be armed with the information that we have for you tonight. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, and you're going to save uh, 10% on your subscription. Or you watch it on Pluto TV, 238. By the way, again, remember that. 9 p.m. Eastern, the Wednesday night special. You don't want to miss it. Right after Stu Does America, by the way. Which you are doing what? Um, I don't know yet. We're still putting that together. Um, <laughs> uh, but I wanted to go through the, uh, I love this post office thing. I, 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 could we be a dumber nation that, that we're sitting here talking about the freaking post office in the middle of this? They are coming up with all these BS conspiracy theories where, oh, oh they're taking away mailboxes. Look at this piles of mailboxes where they're refurbishing them to put them back out. Look, they're taking mailboxes. Uh, well, they're leaving other ones there. So it's not really it's crazy. Um, the, the latest one is, you know, the Trump administration, I guess, well, I guess the post office the guy he appointed is backing off a lot of these things that they had planned to re, you know, re, uh, you know, rework the post office because Mm -hmm. it was such an inefficient and terrible, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, money loser. So they're backing off some of these things that they were going to do until after the election, because they're like, well, we don't want to like, we know we're not doing these things, but we don't want people to get the impression that we're screwing with the democracy. So we'll just wait until December to do it. Like none of this stuff, it doesn't need to be done this second. And so they're backing off of this stuff now. And they're talking to these these operatives and they're saying like, well, does this this settles it then? They're not doing it anymore, right? And they're like, well, no. Well, where's the $25 billion? Well, they put that in another book. But yeah, but what about overtime for these workers? Like, it, it has nothing to do with the things they're saying it has to do with. It's no, all it is, just a BS argument. It's a setup. Yeah. It is a setup. I can't wait to see the special tonight. It's going to be good. This is the Glenn Beck Program. James Altour is on uh, with us in just a second. Let me tell you about Diane. She lives in California, and a lot of people in pain, mainly in their hind end, lived in, live in California. Um, anyway, she's one of those active sorts of people who get up and do a lot of exercise. Recently, she's been spending more and more time sitting down because of all the aches and pains she's developed over the years, and we're getting worse and worse. Fortunately, she decided to try Relief Factor, and in less than a week, Diane tells me she was up and out, and nowadays she walks four to five miles every day. Why, when you have a car? Anyway, Diane got her life back, and so can you. Relief Factor. It's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. All you have to do is order the three-week quick start and see if it makes a difference in your life. Nineteen ninety-five. Three, four weeks is usually all it takes. Before you start to see some uh, relief, and then if you do, take some more. If if you don't, you're out 1995. Yes, but you have a shot of getting your life back if you're one of the 70 percent of people. Relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. 
Stu Does America and Glenn TV is special tonight on the post office and all that stuff going on. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Now from the wild and unruly streets of New York City, James Altucher is uh, with us. Uh, the host of the uh, podcast, The James Altucher Show, and entrepreneur and comedian and comedy club owner in New York, and a guy who has just written an amazing article, and it's really sad, and I can't punch a hole in it, uh, about why New York City is dead forever. Uh, welcome to the program, James. How are you? Good. Glenn, how are you doing? Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> you bet. A long time we haven't uh, we haven't talked to each other. It's nice to have you on. Yes. Uh, so... Go briefly over your your thesis here that New York City is never coming back. Well, there's a lot of, you know, there's only so far you can pull back a slingshot before it breaks. And right now we have at least 30 to 50 percent of the restaurants and storefronts in New York City are out of business permanently. And there's not it's not like there's tenants dying to come back in. These are gone, which means commercial real estate is going to get affected. Also, you have all of these companies now going remote forever. Citigroup, J.P. Morgan, Google, Twitter, all these companies. That means all the office space empty. They're going to need to rent less office space. Again, commercial real estate and the entire economic ecosystem around those things are going to zero. Meanwhile, New York City, the deficits are rising. People are fleeing. There's more apartment vacancies than ever. So the tax base is going down both from businesses and residents fleeing. So how are you going to make the revenues to make up for the deficits and all the bankruptcies and one out of four evictions are going to happen? So I think I don't know what you do, even if, you know, COVID come, is, is fine and people start coming back. There's just going to be too many bankruptcies. There's going to be nobody paying for all the deficits that New York City is racking up now. Mm. What what happened? And you can't it's not like you can cut back on those things or the city will just decay. I mean, that is a very expensive city just to keep running. And if you don't have right, those there's, you there's don't have those buildings, what happens to them? I mean, New York City offices are technically open right now but they're all empty. Like they're about 90% empty because companies are going remote. And you know, here's the difference between other periods is now people have the bandwidth to go remote. We never had the bandwidth to have remote office meetings before. So there's no big rush now for employees to come back. In fact, companies are making much more money being more productive with employees, not at the office. Again, they can rent less office space. They don't have to pay those city taxes, those property taxes, so I don't know how New York City is going to raise the money to pay for the services that they normally do. And again, this is not like a, a temporary situation. Oh, when, when the pandemic's over, everyone comes back to work. No, everybody's already gone. They've already left. And, and that's not a bad thing for the country, by the way. It means you could have opportunity now everywhere, financial opportunities being dispersed all through the country you don't have to just be in manhattan or la or san francisco you could be in st louis or nashville or miami or dallas you could be anywhere now and have opportunity it's not just hey come to manhattan everything's here nothing's there anymore business is not there you know stores are not there no one's waking up and saying i need to start a pizza restaurant in new york city today because 
I might go out of business the next day. Yeah, it's 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 really sad. I mean, I love New York. If you have ever lived there, you have a love hate relationship with it. Um, There's lots of things about it that you might hate, but it balances out to where the the access to things is so off the charts and not like any other city that you put up with it. But now that is that's that's all gone. Uh, one the one nice thing about it is people are starting to look at the cities that they want to live in. They can live in. And as you said, we'll we now will have, you know, I miss the America where you go to towns and they're all different. You know, there was a while where they were all Gap and all, you know, uh, you know, and Taylor's and every town was the same. This this provides an opportunity for one town to be high tech, one town maybe to be uh, focused on on, you know, something else where those people that think alike just kind of want to gather that they don't have to, but they just kind of want to gather there. So you'd have these cities that would have real different personalities. Right. Like over 400,000 New Yorkers have left since March and many more are going to leave when eviction moratoriums are off. I mean, one out of four. Uh, New Yorkers are, are up for eviction. And again, uh, you know, 30% of the restaurants and stores out of business, all mm. the major companies going remote, people are dispersing to the cities they always wanted to live in. Doesn't mean opportunity is going away. It just means finally opportunity is going to be spread out throughout the entire United States. So the frontier now is not going to be in Manhattan or L.A. It's going to be wherever you are. So, James, you are uh, you're an angel investor. You're you're really up to speed on a lot of things. I've been talking about the tech disruption that was going to come. Um, and it and I kept saying it's going to come between 2020 and 2030 where uh, technology just changes enough stuff. There would be enough disruption of 20 to 30 percent unemployment. We won't live the same way. We won't work the same way. Jobs will be taken. We're going to have to retrain. I think covid actually pushed that in faster. I think we're seeing the tech yes. disruption now. Well, look at it. I mean, COVID has been the great accelerator. Look at, you know, Zoom, for instance. Zoom added 400 million new users, 400 million who now realize, oh, I, the, I could see people on video now for the first time ever. I could have remote meetings. I could be productive. And then you have AI and automation. A year ago, everyone was afraid of it. But now every store is going to be, you know, cashless checkouts. And, you know, there's going to be much more automation. There's going to be much more robotics. So what happens to the people who had those jobs? Well, this has been an excuse to say, hey, we don't need anybody anymore. We're going to go cashless and people are going to have to figure out what to do. The infrastructure is not there for people to figure it out. But you're going to have to be much more. People are going to have to be up on these skills in one way or the other. And like I said, opportunity is going to be spread out throughout the entire country, not just in New York City, where they sort of hoarded opportunity for a long period. So what, James, what happens to a city like New York? And it's going to be all these cities. I mean, why live in a dense city where crime, especially with the way things are going now, where crime is bad, decay is bad, taxes would be high? What happens to these cities? It's, it's going to be hard. I mean, look, I'm a New Yorker. I even own a storefront in New York. And... People aren't going to want to pay $38 for avocado toast anymore if they could move to Phoenix, Arizona and 
pay a buck fifty for an egg sandwich, like, and still make New York salaries and still work remotely for companies that are based wherever. So what happens to a city like New York City? Services start to go down, crime goes up. Uh, uh, there's going to be less uh, ability to afford health care. There's going to be again. How are they going to pay deficits? They're going to have to raise taxes to the few people who stay. Remember, New York City, only 1%, the top 1% of New York City pays over 40% of the taxes mm-hmm. in New York City. What happens when you don't even have that revenue? How are you going to provide any, what happens to the transit system? What happens to all the public services that New York City offers, the universities, the, the subways, and so on? It starts to go down. The police starts to go down. And what happens to the universities themselves? I mean, they're not, they're yeah. not back. The university is right there. I mean, right now, New York City is at all time vacancies. Well, what happens when 600,000 students in New York City, college students are told, oh, we're going to do a remote for for six months or a year. They're not going to rent apartments, hence more vacancies, hence more bankruptcies, hence more buildings go into litigation, hence more, you know, again, worse services uh, to neighborhoods and crime goes up. And who knows? I mean, I don't. It's, it, it's hard to predict when you have a city that's just combusting in ways that hasn't happened before. And, and people say, oh, no, people want to come back. No, people have already left. The employees who are forced to be remote, they've said, oh, well, I can choose anywhere in the United States. You know, New- United States is beautiful. New York City is not the only city. People have spread out already. It's not, it's not my opinion. Like, this is already fact that 400,000 residents have, have left since March. I will tell you that, you know, I bought the Paramount movie lot here in Dallas. Um, so I've had these gigantic movie studios. Uh, and uh, I went up to my ranch in the mountains for three months uh, and did everything remote from my house and then from the ranch. And every day I got up and I thought, why am I why am I why am I going back? Why, why am I going back? And for me, the technology is not quite robust enough to be able to do it um, but for the average person it absolutely is and i know they're all saying the right. same thing and, and glenn you're running a media company so you need video and audio quality correct. to be beyond perfect correct so the average person who just wants to do remote meetings and and still be at home without the commute without dealing with all their cubicle neighbors whatever they're happy and yes some of them like to go back to work and 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 people are going to miss uh, the, the, the social conveniences of work, they'll find it elsewhere, but they'll miss it at work. But it's not, it's not going to be their decision. Companies themselves are cutting costs by not having people go back to work, using COVID as an excuse. Oh, we have to be safe now for COVID. But they're going to eliminate six out of seven floors that they rented in a major office building Correct. in New York, which means commercial real estate goes bankrupt, which means you know, litigation means potential financial collapse means less tax revenues for New York City and again lower services to pay for education, health care, police, social services. It's and again, as a New Yorker, it's scary, but as a US citizen, you say, well, okay, the economy is not up or down, it's just tilted. Things are gonna spread out throughout the US. Opportunity is gonna spread out. And you don't have if you've traveled to any other city other than New York, there's beautiful spots all over, all over. the United States. I wish the best for New York. I'm a New Yorker. My kids are New Yorkers. I live there all my life. But 
you have to face reality. There's problems that can't go away. It's or, they're already fact. So, James, uh, one last question. Uh, people still, I think Americans are slowly coming to the realization it's not going to be the same anymore. We're not we're not we're not going back there. There's it's just not happening. Um, you know, trying to build in some parts of the com- country, you just can't get the supplies. Um, it's very right. different than even the Great Depression. Um, there are things that you just can't get. Uh, and I think people haven't really felt it all yet. When do you think we're all going to come to the conclusion? Oh, wow. Uh, America and the world is just never going to be like it was. It's such a great question, Glenn, because a few months ago, people were asking, when are things going to go back to 2019? And then a few weeks after that, they were saying, well, when is there going to be a new normal? And now I think it's starting to people are starting to realize there is no new normal. It's a it's a great reinvention is what's happening. Everything is not quite starting from scratch, but like you say, automation is on the rise. So that's going to affect people's lives. Uh, Zoom adding 400 million people, essentially, you know, to the United States. Uh, Zoom added th- that number of users. That's going to affect the way we, we work and interface with each other and, and interact and so on. So I think people who are ahead of the curve here are going to start looking for the skills they need, whether those are, you know, marketing skills, sales skills, technical skills, you know, setting up e-commerce sites, you know, whatever it is. Are you... But Go ahead. Well, I think I think we're going to start to realize over the next year that there is no things are going to get worse in the major cities and you're going to see more and more of an exodus from the first tier cities to the second tier cities. And people are going to start to realize more and more every month that, okay, maybe a lot of people are in denial, but I'm going to start making changes in my life. And gradually everyone will come to that realization. And and I don't say this with glee. I wish I know, things I know. were the same, but this happened. So, um, James, I, I don't know if you've been following what the uh, Economic Forum has been doing with the Great Reset. They've been working on it for a while before COVID. And I would love yes. to I'd love to check back with you uh, after you've kind of looked into that. I think we'll probably disagree on you know, uh, maybe uh, whether it was a good thing or a bad thing and what it means, but it it needs to be discussed out in the open because the world is changing. Um, And I think the average person needs to be involved in what that means for our future. So I'd love to have you back. I think we've spent too much time outsourcing all of our political decisions to leaders who haven't frankly accomplished anything for the past 50 years. So, Yes, we'd love to come back and talk about it. I'm, I'm well aware. Okay, great. Um, James, thank you so much. Um, and I'm, Thanks, I, I sent your article around and I sent it around with, this is the saddest article you will read in a long time. And everybody emails me back and goes, it's, I can't disagree with it. And that's what makes it so sad. Thank you very much, James. Um, thank, thank you, and I appreciate it. You bet. Uh, by the way, it's, we posted it last night. On my YouTube channel, I think it already has 100,000 views. I mean, it's connecting with people. Um, you can check that out um, on, um, on YouTube. All right. Um, our sponsor this half hour uh, is uh, LifeLock. Troubling news in the cyber world. Over 900 enterprise VPN servers were recently hacked. Hmm. 
the ransomware gangs responsible have shared usernames and passwords harvested in a private forum. Enterprise VPNs are largely used by companies who have employees working at home. So practically everybody now. Basically, once the cyber criminals hack into the VPN server, they have access to the company's entire internal network. If you work for one of those companies, they may have access to your information right now. And it's important that you have somebody watching over your information. Nobody can prevent all the identity theft. But uh, LifeLock will see the threats that you might miss on your own. And if there is something that happens, they have a specialized team to help fix it. So join now. Save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code BECK. Call 800-LIFELOCK, 800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK for 25% off. It's LifeLock.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. You know, uh, the, the 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 sad thing is, is usually when things are at discount prices, that's when you see people come in who bet. And they're like, you know what? I'll buy a bunch of I'll just buy a block of New York. Who's going to do that? Who wants to own something in New York? You're taking the risk that it never comes back, but you're also taking the risk on what's going to happen to the city. How what are you going to be? What are you going to be responsible for if you own something in that city? And what is the tax burden going to be? This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, everybody knows PayPal. But did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little Apply Coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, Lululemon, Macy's. Honey has found over $2 billion in savings. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds. Get money for free by joining Honey. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. That's joinhoney.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's devastating to be the victim of a crime, but it can be even worse if you're the victim of a crime you didn't even know someone could commit. Home title fraud, which is actually becoming more and more of a problem these days, is a crime that very few people have even heard of. Someone literally finds uh, the title to your home online, forges your name on the deed stating you've sold your home to them, and then they are the new owner, right? On paper, at least, they can borrow money against your equity. They can evict you from your home. Who knows what can happen? It's not pretty. You don't want to deal with it. Uh, it sounds like something seconds. made up, honestly, uh, some terrible movie, uh, but it honestly is real and it's happening to people all across the country. You need Home Title Lock to protect yourself against this. Home Title Lock uh, is there for you. The instant they detect tampering, they mobilize to shut it down. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't know it yet. Then use the code BECK. For 30 risk-free days of protection. That's the code Beck at HomeTitleLock.com. Uh, I have this. Uh, Glenn has it as well. Pat Gray has it. A lot of us do here because we want our titles protected. You should too. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is Beck. Radio show here starts in just a second.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. When you need to take control and you know you can't win because you just don't have the winning argument, what do you do? What do you do? Well, you create as much chaos as you can and then you cheat. When we come back in 60 seconds, we're going to show you the candidate that just cannot win and the cheating and how it's being done right now. We begin in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. People all over America are discovering what a joy it is to cook on a Rectech. They are talking about on social media with uh, everything from pro tips to reviews, recipes for just about anything you could think about cooking on your Rectech. And quite a few things that you wouldn't have thought of. The Rectech community is alive and vibrant with energy. And why shouldn't be that they are very excited, just like you're going to be when you get one. It is the top name in grilling today. It's, it has smart grill technology, a sturdy design on a hopper full of heat and delicious wood smoke. The Rectech stands head and shoulders above any of the compet- uh, competition. Um, I always say this, but I always mean it as well. It's going to be the last grill you're ever going to want to buy. It is just outstanding. If you haven't taken the time to go online and look at a Rectech, you're holding yourself back from the best grilling experience you've ever had. And you'll be grilling year-round, even in the snow, I promise you. It's Rectech on all social media. You can follow them there, sign up for their newsletter, get all these great recipes. It's Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q, with a Q at the end. Visit Rectech with a Q dot com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Do it now. Okay, I want to start with the audio that we put together where um, Michelle Obama yesterday or the day before was describing what it takes to be the president of the United States. And I want you to listen to this and, and honestly ask yourself, is that Joe Biden? Now, listen. I am one of a handful of people living today who have seen firsthand the immense weight and awesome power of the presidency. And let me once again tell you this, the job is hard. It requires clear-headed judgment. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Play the radio, make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night, the the phone, make sure the kids hear words. A mastery of complex and competing issues. We gotta, it's just, But you gotta, I mean, we gotta reassure, look. A devotion to facts and history. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. When Bobby Kennedy and Dr. King had been assassinated in in the 70s, uh, late 70s, I got engaged. A moral compass. You've also been criticized about um, your interactions with women. Um, seven women accuse you of touching them without their permission. I bet you're as bright as you're good looking. I And an ability to listen. You know, the rapidly rising uh, um, uh, in with, uh, with uh, I don't know. Uh, Oof. That's Joe Biden. Does he meet any of those qualifications? 
to be president of the United States. So if you have that as your candidate and you know that the world is up for grabs. I mean, COVID has made the world up for grabs. It's going to be completely redesigned. It's called the Great Reset. Uh, and who's going to be designing it? Certainly, if you are somebody that likes to hold all of the power, you're not going to give that to Donald Trump. He stands in the way of all of that. Uh, the Constitution stands in the way of that. Our history stands in the way of that. That's why everything is being challenged right now. But you also have to uh, ensure a win. So you want to, at least if you can't pull it off, you at least have to, con- uh, to uh, convince the American people that you can't have any confidence in the vote. And that is the campaign that the Democrats are on right now. The group that is really the one that is watching over our uh, right to vote over this uh, pandemic is Judicial Watch. The president is Tom Fitton, and he's with us now. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hey, Glenn. Good to be with you again. Thank you. So let's just go through some of the things that, um, you know, that they are they are saying now uh, about uh, our elections and that we really need to jump on the vote through the mail. That seems insane, but they're saying that there's never any problem with the mail-in vote. Can you give me the facts on this? Well, if there are going to be problems with voter fraud, it's going to happen through mail-in and absentee ballots. Everyone agreed prior to it becoming a partisan issue just now is that that's where you have the opportunity for fraud. It's you're voting away from the oversight of government officials and party activists who go in and monitor the polls. Uh, but on top of that, we've got a radical ramping up of people voting by mail, or at least there's this push, I think there'll be 92, 93 million ballots and ballot applications that will be mailed without anyone asking for them. 50, I think it's 51 million ballots alone will be mailed without anyone asking for them. And that's a number that is, is far and above by multiples of any prior move. I mean, you've had a few states here and there who have vote by mail programs that were set up after years and years and frankly still aren't trustworthy. This is a radical escalation of uh, this vote by mail. And in 2016, Glenn, 319,000 absentee ballots, mail-in ballots were thrown out. Imagine what the numbers are going to be now. So you've got the vote by mail, you've got voter fraud opportunities, the ballot harvesting fraud opportunities, but I, I think there's this emerging issue that I think we all need to be concerned about. If, and frankly, the left should be, too. Votes being thrown out by the millions because they don't get there on time, because they can't be counted, and the system breaks. And if that happens and, this, and, and, and states are challenged, all of that goes to the House and the Senate, ultimately. And in essence, Nancy Pelosi decides, practically speaking, who could be the next president. So if you if you look at the mail fraud that we have had uh, in the in the past, the, the mail fraud happens when let me give you a few examples. Uh, West Virginia postal worker last week indicted for manipulating eight voters absentee ballots uh, in 2019. Oakland County uh, clerk outside Detroit charged with illegally altering 193 absentee ballots. Minneapolis, a man was charged with helping 13 others falsify absentee ballots ahead of the 2018 election. 
Dallas County, Texas, man convicted after seven in uh, 700 mail in ballots were witnessed and signed by a fictitious person. Uh, North Carolina's ninth congressional district race scheme was uh, to steal twelve hundred absentee ballots and fill them out in a race that was decided by only nine hundred votes. So when the Democrats and and uh, Michelle Obama said, you got to go out and vote like your life depends on it, because sometimes uh, in 2016, they were voted by an average, uh, you know, they lost by an average of two votes. These numbers may seem small, but in the right districts, it changes everything. Well, that's exactly right. You've got the presidential race at issue, and then you have these lower um, these races down the ballot, including in the House. Uh, that can be overturned through fraud. You know, and the other reason we want a process in place that frowns upon fraud and secures the vote is so that people feel comfortable voting. That's one of the reasons we have voter ID. That's what the courts have said. You know, it's not a, we don't have to prove fraud. The purpose of voter ID is to ensure people and reassure people that the elections count and matter. And uh, right now, it's chaos. I, I tell you, uh, Glenn, there's been nothing like it in American history where you have nearly 100 million ballots and ballot applications being thrown out, flooding the mails. Ten percent uh, right now, 10 percent of first class mail is late. When you look at the percentages of ballots that are returned, you're talking potentially millions of ballots that won't get to the place they're supposed to be. So this is a uh, an opportunity for fraud that we've never seen before. And as I, said, as I said, as importantly, you can't be sure your vote will count unless you vote in person. That's the best way to ensure your vote is, will be counted. And I'm not guaranteeing your vote won't be negated because someone got your mail ballot and votes in your name and there's a dispute there. But, you know, you can't rely on the system because I think it's going to break or I fear it's going to break. And uh, when you're talking the percentages of ballots that get thrown out, the percentages, in my view, are too high for me to risk my vote to vote by mail. I mean, if it were four years ago, I'd say, well, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say don't vote by mail. You're, you're likely to lose your vote. I, I wouldn't advise anyone to vote by mail these days. So, Tom, how I was listening to the news today. They are in riots in Belarus um, because Russia was interfering in the election. Um, and the opposition is saying to the world, please don't recognize this administration. And I think in Belarus, they probably are right. Um, but I see that kind of scenario playing out no matter who wins this time. This is a constitutional crisis on the horizon that we've never faced. Well, the left is already gaming it out, Glenn. They're already planning it. There's a, right. Go and look at this document created by the Transition Integrity Project. And who's, and who's the war gamer for them and for Joe Biden when they were doing a little a war game? John Podesta. So someone who's a leading oh white gosh. on the establishment. And they're talking about having states threaten to secede from the union unless they get their electoral, count, uh, electoral votes counted, uh, I guess, despite allegations of fraud. So they're prepared for a revolution. I mean, we're, we're kind of seeing it already. Their revolution is a revolution in Portland. You've got the violent communist insurrection in many cities as it is. And believe me, they're preparing to apply it to the presidential election. You can read about it in the New York Times. What do you say to the people who say, well, then why isn't the president uh, stopping what's going on at the post office? 
Well, the trains left the station. Uh, the, the, the states have decided they're going to mail these ballots, those 51, 52 million ballots going out. That's going to happen. The post office is going to do what it can do with the volume. Uh, but, you know, on a good day, you have 5 to 10% of the material not get to where it's supposed to be or get there late. So to me, that's an unacceptable risk for voting by mail. And that's what we need to be talking about. If I were the president, and frankly, honest Democrats are now beginning to talk about because they're nervous. They recognize these issues. You should be voting in person. Michelle Obama highlighted that in her talk the other day. You know, what's really been interesting is to see people like Stacey Abrams, who for months, the the far left um, candidate from Georgia who lost mm-hmm. or got the governorship there. She was on TV again yesterday for the DNC telling people they shouldn't have to decide between their vote and their lives. So they're scaring the bejesus out of people from voting in person. That's suppressing the vote, Glenn. Mm-hmm. That's suppressing the vote. And I think some Democrats are thinking, what are we doing here? We're going to tell people to vote by the mail. No one really trusts the mail. Maybe we need to go back to the basics here and start getting, you know, getting people to the polls in person. Uh, even Dr. Fauci says you can vote in person. So the, the, the coronavirus isn't a serious excuse anymore. What is who, who is watching all of this, Tom, that is uh, trustworthy to, you know, at least the majority of people um, that that we can we can look to that is is monitoring all of this? Is there anybody? I know that's what you are doing, but the right trusts you. Left doesn't trust you. So who do we turn to? Well, we, you know, Glenn, you, you and I and groups like us, we can do a 50,000 view, you know, a 50,000 uh, foot view, you know, but at the polling places, that's where the parties have to provide the oversight. And when it comes to oversight, the left is far and beyond the Republicans. They've got, they do, they're, orga, you know, they're organizers. This is what they do. And so you'll have leftist poll workers who are lawyers and sophisticated and know how to challenge. And on the right, you'll have volunteers, fairly trained, young or not sophisticated in terms of areas of law, and um, they'll be outmatched. And then on top of that, you've got the political side, because we think it's going to be decided by lawsuits and these fights at the lower levels. No, it's going to be decided in Congress. Ultimately, that's the way our constitutional system works. And uh, that they have already gained that out. And I can tell you the Republicans and, and conservatives are completely don't know much about how that would work in Congress. What do you mean? They've, what do you mean? They've already that. gamed that out. Well, you're talking about and this transition integrity project where John Podesta games out the election being resolved by the House and the Senate. And if there's no decision by a date certain in January, I think it's January 6th or a little bit later, uh, you know who becomes president in an acting capacity? Nancy Pelosi. Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I think you'd probably just drop the phone uh, after uh, speaking... Uh, words that would give most people a heart attack yeah. um tom yeah. so i mean it, it's uh, that's the way it's going to work and you know what's interesting is each mem- each delegation of the house has a vote it's not by person it's not by vote it's not by house member and currently republicans have a majority of the delegations in the house so that's why democrats and the left are gaming it out 
And, you know, if, if it comes down to a kind of an honest political fight, that's one thing. But we already went through a coup. Do you think it's going to stop? Of course not. Well, it's been cheery talking to you, Tom. <laughs> Thank you well, for. I just, uh, we got to hide. We got to know what the problem is. Well, I know. There to, to address it. It's. It's. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to highlight the real issue, so we can't. So we're not surprised. How can people help? Well, individually, they should figure out how they can become poll workers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Figure out what the rules are in your state. Contact your local party and and volunteer. Uh, encourage your mem- Encourage your 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 circles. To vote in person. Who's watching really over the post person. office? <laughs> the post office, to me, it's kind of like a meta issue. It's like, are they? Can you trust the post office to get the ballots to the yeah. your location on time? No, don't use it. Okay. And frankly, you know, it's not too late to pull back, and you can call your elected officials at the state level. Don't mail those ballot applications unless someone asks for them. Do a traditional absentee ballot program where. Someone proactively has to ask for a ballot. Don't drop ballots into the mail unless they're requested. It's not too late to pull back. We've got three or four weeks, but uh, the train, you know, the train's about to leave. Tom, thank you. I appreciate it. Tom Fitton. You can follow him at Tom Fitton. Uh, all right. Uh, if you're looking for the alternative to the to AARP, I have some good news for you. The Association of Mature American Citizens, or AMAC, is the fastest growing 50 plus organization in America. And when you're with AMAC, you're going to get the discounts on your car insurance, the hotels, roadside assistance, dental plans, even cell phone service options that you might not otherwise have, and many more benefits to make your life easier and to save you money. AMAC stands for the kind of American values that you stand for: courage, faith, and reasoning. All the good things that we have right now that we're about to lose. And they fight for the freedoms that we hold dear. Things like individual liberty, free speech, freedom of religion, the Second Amendment, sanctity of life. So stand with AMAC. They fight the good fight by becoming a member today. Stand with them. The benefits are great, but the cause is even greater. Right now at amac.us slash Beck. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Beck. AMAC. Better for you. Better for America. 10 seconds. Station ID. Mm, this is so well designed, so well designed, uh, this this hostile takeover. Uh, tonight, you're going to see um, my special on what's happening at the post, uh, post office. We will give you the facts, and I want you to watch them and share them with friends. Uh, join us. You can watch us on uh, Blaze TV if you're a subscriber. We need your subscription more than ever, and not just for your monthly uh, subscription, but also because we need to stick together. We need to be able to communicate with each other, and Facebook and YouTube and everything else edits so much that we're not sure who actually receives. You probably, if you're on my Facebook page, you probably only get about 5% of what I actually write and send out. Uh, so we need you to be a subscriber at blazetv.com slash Glenn, promo code Glenn, and save 10%. I was glancing at my Nancy Pelosi sucks pen.
which is at Nancy Pelosi sucks pens.com. We did mm-hmm. it for a, uh, you know, a commemorative of, of the exact pen that she, uh, she signed the impeachment with and mm-hmm. her stupid signature. And just says, instead of Nancy Pelosi it says Nancy Pelosi sucks. I was looking at that directly when he said, who's the next president? Nancy Pelosi <laughs> in acting capacity. Can you imagine you want to talk about our, our, our country in chaos right now? If all this stuff happens and Nancy Pelosi becomes acting president of the United States, I I have no idea if our constitution holds up through something like that. That's uh, that's a scary thought. I don't want you to miss a single episode of my radio TV program. Uh, every day we meet here on Wednesdays and uh, Fridays we meet on uh, television at Blaze TV. I. I Please don't miss any of it. I, I've got to shoehorn in something, uh, an update on a couple of things that you need to hear. We'll do that at the top of next hour. Now, what about social media? How do we watch them? More in a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you probably pay too much for your phone service. Uh, you know... Mm. phone service is charging you all kinds of hidden fees and everything else. But also what you probably don't know is the big cell phone companies not only overcharge you for their services, but they donate a portion of your bill to leftist causes. That's why I highly recommend that you, you join the family, the growing family of conservatives with Patriot mobile. That's the alternative. You not only get the same reliable nationwide service at a low rate, But you also support a company that shares your values. And switching is easy. You bring your own phone or get a new one. Now till September 12th during their school days promotion, either choose a free phone or free month of service when you switch to America's only conservative cell phone carrier. Plus, Patriot Mobile will donate a portion of your bill to Students for Life. So fight for life at the same time. AT&T doing that? Is any of the cell services doing that? No, Patriot Mobile does. 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com. Veterans and first responders save even more. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Tonight, back-to-back, Stu Does America and Glenn TV. Don't miss it. Go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. So I don't know. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I don't know why we are not doing more um, as a nation other than we cannot get any kind of bipartisan support. Um, But I think we are headed for uh, something we have never seen before in American history, unless it's a blowout for Donald Trump. It's got to be a blowout. If it's at all close uh, you will see the left do right. You're going to see riots in the streets anyway. Um, but if it's at all close, uh, they're going to contest and we're going to be torn apart. Imagine, think about how united we were uh, in 2000 until we started arguing over the ballots. Once you start going down that road, it's it's very possible to have civil war. It's very possible for the Democrats to cry out to the U.N. or even the Republicans to cry out and say, we need some we need some allies here to watch what's going on. I mean, we are about to become a banana republic. 
And there are many things to worry about. The absentee ballots, the the uh, mail-in voting, just our polls themselves. But the other big thing that if if Donald Trump is within the margin of error, big tech can easily throw it to Joe Biden. If he's within three points, three points is no big deal for big tech to be able to skew and to move the population uh, to cover those three or four points. They can move up to 15 million people. Uh, as as already been demonstrated uh, by Dr. Robert Epstein, um, he has been monitoring these elections. Uh, he monitored them in 2016. Remember, he was a guy who voted for Hillary Clinton. He found that the the left was uh, using big tech to influence the election for Hillary Clinton. He did it again in 18. He has been looking for anyone with deep, deep pockets to step up. I'm shocked that the uh, the Republicans or the president hasn't stepped in and said, we're just going to fund this. I've talked to several people. They always sound interested. And then in Washington is typical. They never do anything about it. I am going to ask you today. He needs $10 million. This audience has raised $10 million before, um, and I know it's asking a lot at this time, but I think this is the most important thing we can do. He wants to monitor big tech and actually have all of the, the evidence uh, in real time so we know what's going on. Big tech is a giant invisible enemy they can cover their tracks and no one will ever know that a crime was committed unless we have this kind of monitoring. Dr. Epstein is with us now and uh, is going to tell us about it. Doctor, how are you? Well, Glenn, I'm a little uh, (laughs) I'm a little perturbed, actually, because I don't understand why the money has has not turned up. We got the money pretty easily in 2016, 2018. This this year is far, far, far more important. There, there is so much at stake here. People do not understand what's happening. But this year, we either hand over democracy to these big tech companies or we fight them. This is the year. If we, if we don't fight them, we are literally handing over our, our government to them. And they know it and they want it and they're just they're ready to take over. Uh, I know not only how to document what they're doing, but I know how to stop them uh, in those critical few weeks in the swing states. I know how to stop them. I know how to to get them to back off and to capture so much data that if they don't back off, some of these people will go to jail. Do you think that, Robert, some of this is not coming through because everyone is so in bed with big tech? I don't know what's going on. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, two days ago, Fox News ran a big story, Donald Trump Jr. saying straight out, very strong language, that these tech companies are rigging the election this year. Of course, we've heard the president say that in the past, but here's Donald Trump Jr. just two days ago. Uh, I mean, he knows what's going on. I can tell you I'm in touch with other members of the Trump family 
They know what's going on. I'm in touch with uh, Ted Cruz's uh, people and with Ted Cruz. Uh, they know what's going on. I've had uh, calls from Senator Ron Johnson from uh, Wisconsin, uh, from several members of Congress, from uh, in the last week from two attorneys general. Uh, there are a lot of people who understand what's going on. They understand what's at stake. Uh, I, I had a call from the president of a, a $1.5 billion foundation. Okay. Cause she's, she's concerned. I don't, but where it, where's the funding? I don't understand. It's almost as if there's something screwy happening here. Yeah, there is because yeah, there there's is nothing screwy. I okay. Tell so you, there's, so there's, it's, it's weird with $10 million. Can you, have something effective that will show and possibly stop what's going on well let's put it this way if i had never done this before i would say i don't know i have no idea but because i've done this twice before i know for sure that what i can do for that much money is set up something in the swing states uh, there's six key swing states there are nine others you know one could look at uh, but the point is there's six key swing states in those states. And that's where all the crazy manipulations are happening and are going to happen on a much, much larger scale as we, we get closer to the election. We can have a, what we call a panel of field agents. These are anonymous people. We would have at least a thousand. Uh, we would be looking over their shoulders as they're using their computers and their mobile devices and uh, just like the Nielsen company does, you know, when they yeah. look over the shoulders of uh, yeah, people watching TV, same thing. Uh, and we've set up these systems. We know how to do it really fast. We will not only be looking over their shoulders and seeing what these companies are showing them, biased news feeds, biased search results, targeted messages, uh, tweet suppression. We'll be able to document all of that. And announce it day after day after day in real time. That's the key here. We will get these companies to back off and give us a free and fair election. Okay. Give, uh, because, yeah. g- give yeah. me a refresher for somebody who hasn't heard one of your many appearances here. Give me a refresher on how they fix the vote. How do they do it? There are a number of different ways. The one we're studying right now, which I haven't even discussed with you, but it's the scariest one of all, it turns out. We, we call it YME, the YouTube manipulation effect. Mm-hmm. They show people a sequence of videos. People have absolutely no idea they're being manipulated. Uh, and, and they control this through what, what they call the up next algorithm. Mm-hmm. And that, it turns out, is probably more powerful than Anything we've discovered in the last uh, seven years, uh, do you know that 70% of the videos that people are watching now on video uh, on YouTube are suggested by that up next algorithm, 70%. So they're taking people down rabbit holes. Now, are they, are they influencing your opinion? Not very unlikely, but the point is they're going after the undecided people and they know exactly who they are because they have profiles on all of us that are a mile long. 
they're going after the undecided people and they can shift people with sequences of YouTube videos with search results that favor one candidate news feeds. Give me they're the cutting. Give yeah. me give me the the um, stat on just on the news results, the Google search results on how many people who are undecided can be swayed without them even knowing that they're being swayed. A single search where an undecided person is just looking up something election-related, looking up something about immigration or the wall or taxes or anything, on a single search, they can shift 20% or more of undecided voters up to 80% in some demographic groups. And they know they have this power and they exercise this power deliberately. And how do we know this? I've been saying this for a long time, but now we know for sure because the whistleblowers, people who who've either they fired or have been quit or who have quit, they're, they're telling us, they're confirming that this is what's happening at these companies. We have, I mean, and I'm in touch with now, uh, I think five or six of the whistleblowers uh, from uh, Google and Facebook they're confirming what I've been warning about for so many years that these companies are deliberately doing this and you can't see it. The companies know what they're doing. They know how to do this. It's all subliminal, very, very powerful. And it uses what they call ephemeral experiences. These fleeting experiences, you know, some, uh, search results pop in front of your eyeballs or search suggestions or news feeds or something pops in front of your eyes, impacts you, disappears, is gone forever, and no authorities can go back in time and see what you have been shown. It's not stored anywhere. It's ephemeral. That's why you need that's why you need the people behind the shoulder of the people online to be able to to record what they're seeing, because that's when you can start breaking it down and saying, look, look at the manipulation here. And there was no record without your research. Uh, Doctor, what is the where can people donate if they want to donate right now? Well, Glenn, you have raised more money than any single individual has, period, for us. And I, I'm so grateful. And I'm, I, I'm just I, I'm so humbled, really. It's mygoogleresearch.com. Uh, very simple, mygoogleresearch.com. You can donate there if you, if you can make a, a major gift that explains how to do that. And I, I'm so grateful for all of, to all of your listeners and to you. But having said that, okay, we have to find major donors at this point. And I I can't even tell you how many people have contacted me in the past few weeks saying, don't worry, I've got a direct line to Sheldon Adelson. Don't worry, I've got a direct line to Bernie Marcus, to this person, to that person. We have Donald Trump Jr. on tomorrow. I'm going to bring it up to him, but I don't put put my faith uh, in big donors. I really don't. I never have. Um, but how many weeks do we have before we cross the Rubicon? Well, you we kind of crossed it. What's, what's going to happen from this point on uh, is that our, our, the number of field agents we can recruit uh, is going to you know, be dropping. So in other words, to be credible with mainstream media and with the courts and with the Federal Election Commission and with the AGs, the larger the number of people we have, 
the the, right. Okay. So okay. Uh, I want you to go right now to mygoogleresearch.com and please, if you know somebody of wealth, please get them to donate. If and I know this is not the time, but I have I've said before, I think this audience is the audience that will save the republic. This could be one of those moments. This election is going to be contested and we have to have some documents on our side if they do indeed manipulate. But they've all said that they're going to, in so many words, in 2016 after the election. And we we know it because they're doing it to us now. So please go to mygoogleresearch.com and donate whatever you can and help protect the election. Doctor, we'll talk to you again uh, soon. Um, and let's stay in touch on what's happening with the dollars. And we'll see what we can do in the next you know week or so. Uh, but we'll get you as much money as we can. Thank you so much. Dr. Robert Epstein, uh, he, you can find him again at mygoogleresearch.com. Please tweet this. Please uh, Facebook. Please send this to everyone you know. This is a red alert and last call. If you want to make sure that they are not manipulating us, you've got to, uh, you've got to help mygoogleresearch.com All right. If I handed you a plate of food and before you take the first bite, say, oh, by the way, I sterilized all the food so it's completely dead. There's no nutritional value in it at all. Would you eat it? Now, if it was ice cream, I'd say yes. Uh, it was uh, Cheetos, I'd say yes. But if it's your steady diet of food, mm, no, not so much. Well, that's what's happening with your dog food. Rough Greens is a supplement that you put on your dog's food that contains all of the nutrients that your dog needs, which get cooked out. It has live probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils, the things that your dog needs to live a healthier lifestyle. Started feeding them to Uno uh, every day in his meal, twice a day, and it has made a huge difference in Uno. Give your dog a healthier life. Give your dog rough greens. Try it for just one bag, 14 days, 1495. See the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. You're going to see them race to the bowl. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Tonight, the Democrats plan to rig election 2020. You're saying that voter fraud is a thing, and I'm telling you that it's not. And you're money in the water. Money in the water. Glenn exposes the dangerous truth about mail-in voting and who is behind the real election interference. Watch The Enemy Within. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So uh, I don't know if you saw my post yesterday. I think it was on Instagram or Facebook, uh, but I posted a big uh, board on my on my chalkboard where my researchers were. And I put it up there maybe a year, year and a half ago. And I said, these are the stories that we have to watch for and monitor, because when they start to go awry, uh, we're headed for trouble. 
And uh, yesterday I went in after five months because of COVID. There were no check marks on the board. Now, what, 80% of them are check marked. I'm going to go over some of them when we come back. American Financing is the sponsor here. I'm actually talking to American Financing right now uh, in the middle of a, a real estate uh, purchase, potentially, and uh, hmm. been talking to them. And unsurprisingly, they seem to have the best rates I can find. Sarah, who's run our control board for 20 years, she just did a deal with uh, American Financing. She just bought a new home and uh, she got, I think, what was it, Sarah? Two point. Nine, 2.5, 2.75. 2.75. 2.75. Holy She cow. must have good credit. Who knows? Sarah must pay uh, yeah. her bills. Yeah, yeah I think she does. Uh, anyway, um, I urge you, urge you to go to American Financing. We do it. Uh, and the, the savings is remarkable. It's just remarkable what you can put away or pay down that loan with every single month if you refinance. Especially if you consolidate high interest credit card loans. Go to uh, AmericanFinancing.net right now. AmericanFinancing.net or call them at 800 906 2440. Call them now. The number is on the bottom of the screen AmericanFinancing.net. America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. If you were listening last hour, um, you heard us talk about the fraud that is being perpetrated uh, on the American populace right now to make you doubt uh, the election and at the same time actually steal the election. Um, it was a little hair raising, but we have some answers for you tonight. And if you thought the last hour was a little bumpy, uh, yeah, I want to I want to share a personal thought with you, um, and I'll do that in sixty seconds. This is the Glenn Beck program. Pat's been with me long enough. Pat just joined us in the studio. Pat's been with me long enough to when I said that he was like, "Oh boy, Here we go. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not good. That's never, never good." Nope. All right, let me tell you about Shave Secret. Uh, Something to make your life just a little bit easier. Get a bottle of Shave Secret. Not going to cost you very much. It's a very small bottle, about the size of a travel bottle, really, and you don't need a lot of it. What you do is you just take a couple of uh, uh, drops and put it into your wet palm. You you put it into your uh, beard or on your legs, and your shave is really unbelievable. It cuts down on the razor burns and the bumps and the ingrown hairs and, and everything. Just a few drops on a wet palm. Feels great on your skin smells amazing going to replace all those ridiculous foams and shells in your bathroom and uh, shave secret is 100 natural and 100 money back guarantee so try it shave secret available regionally at heb wegmans walmart and amazon you can go to shavesecret.com use the promo code back and get 10 percent off it's promo code back get 10 percent off at shavesecret.com tonight the democrats plan to rig election 2020 you're saying that voter fraud is a thing, and I'm telling you that it's not. And you're muddying the water. Muddying the water. Glenn exposes the dangerous truth about mail-in voting and who is behind the real election interference. Watch The Enemy Within. 
Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. So I, uh, I want to talk to you about these are the times. Um, everything that we have talked about over the last 10 years is really happening right now. And I'm, I'm amazed. Did you see Pat James Ultra? He was on uh, with us today. Uh, his article about how New York is over. Yes. You can't blow a hole in it. No. You know, and he's a New Yorker, a lifelong New Yorker. And you look at his reasoning and you're like, that's true. And to think that the age of New York is over until another great epic begins um, is really sad, really, really sad. This this change that we have talked about and this uh, New York is just going to fall into chaos, chaos. And what did I say to you 10 or 12 years ago when we said, I have to move to Dallas, we have to go. Because New York mm. is going to yes, is it going to implode? Implode. It's going to f- and it's just going to be fires in the streets, and you're going to be fighting to get out as fast as you can. And it's doing the, just that. And the article in the article, he talks about how you know people endured some of the inconveniences about New York City because there were so many great things. All of those are shut down, at least until next spring. Any reason really, kind of there is to be living in New York City and put up with all that you have to put up with is uh, gone. It's gone. Right. It's now. gone. And I don't know how they're going to resuscitate that uh, because technology has changed. Yesterday, I went into our research room. Um, I'm kind of wandering around uh, in this 80,000 square foot movie studio uh, where only the talent is really coming in. And, and the producers, God bless the cameramen and the producers who have been here from day one. Um, but the expendables, that's what we are Yeah, in here the whole time. Yeah. Expanding. You guys, you guys catch a little COVID? No big deal. That's fine with the company. Yeah. We're fine with that. Uh, so the expendables have been in, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I thank each one of them for keeping us on the air and Pat and Stu have been here. The talent has been here, uh, but pretty much that's it. And it's an empty building right now. And so I was I walked into the research room uh, where everybody is at home now doing the research. And I looked at a chalkboard that I haven't seen in five months and about a year, year and a half ago. um, How long have we been in this studio? Because we've been in here for at least a year with that set over there, because we were in we were in uh, the other set on stage three uh, when I put that up there. And so it's got to be at least a year. And I, I wrote out all of the things that were coming. And, and I, I don't know if I think I probably told Pat. It came to me in a moment of, you know, kind of God inspiration, if you will. And I wrote it all down. And then I fleshed it out and I put it up on the board. And I said, these are the things to watch for. And I put them all down and fleshed them out on the board. So it was like eight different topics, ten different topics. And I said, watch these topics. This is the most important thing we can do. Because when we start to see these things go awry, we're in trouble. And when I left here five months ago, there really wasn't any check mark on that board. And I posted it last night. And if you look at the, the, the white X's, those are check marks on it's happening now. I came in this morning and I looked at I boiled all of those things down to four things and we talked about them before. And I said, this is how we get to 
the end of America. These are the things that you're going to need to watch for. The first one was polarization and civil unrest. Critical stage, 1930s, European levels, left, right, Nazi, Antifa, communist, Islamist riots in the streets. Huh. Yeah. Fortunately, we've seen none of that. None of that. So. So that's box. Would you check box number one? Oh, yeah. Box number two, economic destabilization, critical stage. (laughs) Now we're fine. I would not check that one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Bank and central bank failures, stock market plunge, which has gone the other way, price collapse, which is coming. Um, But I would check most of that, wouldn't you say? Economic destabilization is at least We've been destabilized. Right. No doubt about about it. It's just been been propped up, but obviously destabilization is not something anyone would argue over. Right. Okay. So uh, we're halfway Mm -hmm. through the four things. Uh, Tech disruption, critical stage, jobs being displaced because of technology, jobs, finance, communication, and privacy. So what the, I mean, did look at this into the James Altucher thing that we, yeah. we talked about earlier today, where, you know, th- these companies are going to use covid as this opportunity, you know, they, to it, cut all these, not in a, in a nefarious way, but like they naturally had to send people home. And then they all kind of realized, eh, we don't need it. We, we just have them stay home. I mean, the, you know, the Internet's mm-hmm. working fine. We're doing these meetings. I haven't been in maybe every once in a while, but that's about it. What happens to the commercial real estate market when that happens? What happens to privacy just because of COVID? Yeah. Look at how we're being Contact tracked. tracing, all of that All kind of, of stuff. that stuff. Communication, mm-hmm. um, the election, that all is, mm-hmm. that's all coming to play. That's tech disruption. Would you check that box? Oh, yeah. I would. Number four. Probably won't check this box, though. Trust implosion. <laughs> Critical stage. Trust lost with government, media, tech, finance, justice, uh, corporations, and EDU. <laughs> Ta-da! You didn't even include like institutions like the police, right? Right. Which, right. You know, half the country now no right. longer thinks should even be right exist. I would absolutely check all four of those. Boxes. All four we're, of those boxes. Were there. The only thing that is left is when all four. Well, I said a year ago or a year and a half ago when all four of those boxes are checked. Then you're ready for the new world order. I just got the name wrong. It's called the Great Reset. Mm. It's the Great Reset. And that's what's coming. Even James talked about it today in so many words. He said, there's just going to have to be a new kind of order that comes about because this one no longer Mm. works. I mean, that is what this election is about. Whether you are going to keep the Constitution of the United States or we are going to be reset in a new global order. And it's as plain as that. And with what's happening, um, with what's happening now in our streets and what the Democrats are planning uh, to happen after the election, uh, we could be in civil war by January. I think this, and I don't think that's hyperbole. Well, the the left has been setting up trouble after the election for I don't know a year or two. They're in, but they've been really intense about it lately. But even the right is doing the same. Sometimes you know President Trump has has played into that uh, by saying that the only way they can win is if is if it's a election fraud. Yeah, it's well, rigged. Yeah. Okay, you're set. Both sides are setting us up for a non-peaceful transition of power for mm-hmm. the first time in American history. Never, never has this stop. happened. Never stop. has this happened. Um, this is why I've asked you 
to please go to mygoogleresearch.org. It's, it's com. com. Mygoogleresearch.com and please donate and tell everyone you know to donate so we can track it on what Google and, uh, and YouTube and everybody else, what they're doing to sway this election. We've got to have evidence on it. And we, we, all we need is $10 million. Um, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. And uh, we, <laughs> we need it. We have done it before. This audience has done it before, but that was to save the lives of Christians. This is only to save all rights around the world. If we lose this election, especially due to fraud, uh, there's just no coming back from it. There's just no coming back. And it's, um, it's a little terrifying. However, you should know that, and I say this knowing what's going to be said about me, and I don't care, um, uh, but it will be used against me to discredit me, but they've already done a healthy job at that. Uh, anybody who has eyes and ears will know this to be true. Um, I did not come up with these lists. I did not uh, come up with the things I did, you know, that I told you about 10 years ago. And I felt like, I really felt like when I moved here, uh, I kind of like was left alone. I mean, I feel like God just was like, eh, you're on your own. And then with this list about a year, year and a half ago, it started up again. And he's not doing these things and warning and showing and giving advanced warning because it's doomed. It's just not, that's, he's not a God of false hope. So why is he warning? Why is he giving me this information to warn you uh, in advance on what's coming? I don't, I am not, a, I'm not somebody that, anybody in their right mind let alone god would pick to go yeah you know what give it to that give it to that out of control loser alcoholic let him do it <laughs> um uh he's i think he's doing it because this audience is has the best chance of saving the republic i think out of anyone i think i've always felt this way that you are going to do something that changes the outcome and uh, we have to stick together and we have to be peaceful. Imagine if the left takes control of our country and one person picks up a gun and shoots people who are who are rioting in the streets. All of our gun rights will be gone. They will. They will not say these are peaceful protests. They didn't say the Tea Party was a peaceful protest. So what do you think they're going to say? If we stand up and they're in charge, um, it's not going to go well. Keep your wits about you. Don't miss an episode of this show. Um, tell all of your friends, don't stop worrying about the people who have already made up their mind. Could somebody come to you and change your mind uh, with just a bunch of stuff that they heard on MSNBC? That's what they think when you come to them and say, Glenn Beck said this. You're not going to change their mind. Get the people who feel something is wrong. Because when you talk to people, when I talk to people and say, doesn't feel right, does it? 
we all have that gut feeling something really wrong is happening talk to them inform them and don't try to win just inform people all right our sponsor this half hour is american financing if you're a homeowner and you're fiscally responsible you're constantly looking for ways to bring down your monthly cost and all the bills that you have to pay the cost of the other expenses you come across day after day after day here's something that is really worth considering one of the easiest ways to lower monthly expenses is to consolidate the debt especially if you're paying a high interest rate on something like credit cards now have you thought about debt consolidation have you thought about refinancing your mortgage uh, Sarah, just uh, she's in the control room, been with me for years and years. She just got a uh, loan from American Financing, and I think she was she said it was at two point seven five. Stu's refinancing now, uh, and what are you looking at? They're, they're the best uh, rate out of uh, anybody that I looked at so far. Uh, so pretty, I'm pretty impressive, and I don't even consider Sarah to be reliable. So I mean, the fact that they're giving her two point seven five is pretty you know, impressive. They, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't call me to say is she going to have a job? Uh, anyway, AmericanFinancing.net. Go there now. AmericanFinancing.net and save a boatload of money. It's eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty. Please do this. Eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 10-second station ID. Stranger Things. Stranger Things have happened. Pluto TV has not pulled us off, by the way. Uh, if you're looking for us, we were at channel 250, I think. And we have been moved up to channel three, uh, 238. Um, we want to thank uh, Pluto TV for, for running Blaze TV, 24-hour channel. Uh, you can see it live. It's it's a great channel and one of their more popular channels, I'm I'm proud to say. So thank you, Pluto TV. Again, you'll find us on channel number 238 if you uh, watch us on Pluto TV. And don't forget tonight's special at 9 p.m. It's all about the Postal Service and the uh, the power grab by the Democrats. So, Pat, I watched the uh convention last night mm-hmm. for as long as i possibly could stand it me too oh it's some of the worst television ever oh it's just it's poorly done first of all but secondly the lies that they continue to tell over and over and over just re-spinning the old lies everything out of their mouth is a lie and they know it it's not like it's not like they really believe what they say they they no. know that they're telling lies yes. and they just continue to do it and it's just it's so impossible to what take. does that say to you because to me that that is the most outrageous thing it's one thing mm-hmm. to lie and know that conservatives are disagreeing with you but what they're doing is they are they are they are lying about things and it's to their own people yeah it's to their own people so they are saying look we've got a bunch of dummies that are watching this thing a bunch of dummies that don't know their ass from their elbow and uh mm-hmm. you can say it. you'll get away with it because no they won't know they won't know isn't it hard to believe though that they'll stand there and look you right in the face and say that they need the presidency and both houses of congress in order to pass affordable health care i uh, wait a minute 
Didn't we go through this 10 years ago? And isn't that the excuse you used then? Well, what happened to Obama? Are you admitting now that Obamacare is a complete failure? We because our people should understand that, right? I mean, it's not just us that look at it and say, "You've got it. You passed it last time. Last time you had the situation you want now, you did affordable health care." See, the the lies that really bother me are the ones where they talk about how much they love this country and oh, its yeah, history and the Constitution. I can't take that. And they're defending it. Yeah. Um, and and no, they're not. No, they're not. And they they are a party that's talking about changing our history. Our traditions, our constitution, they're changing everything. Mm-hmm. And for them to cloak themselves into this jingoistic thing shows they're not, they know they have the left. They don't need to worry about the left. They have the hard left. And the hard left is willing to lie, cheat, and steal. And so they'll just go along with it. What they don't have is they have to reassure all of the people in the nursing homes and every place else that might be still watching this thing um, that, no, 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 we love this nation, too. And that chaos on the streets, oh, that's bad stuff. And only only we can fix that. Uh, Really? Because you're the ones that won't even call it chaos. You won't call it riots. You won't call it anything. You're you're gutting our police. You're gutting our our legal institutions. You're you have made a mockery of the Constitution. And the only ones that would buy that, that they that would believe that now are the ones who paid no attention at all to what's going on in the world. And as they take no responsibility for anything they've done, they continue to put put everything on uh, Donald Trump right now that he takes no responsibility there was not a single occurrence that i'm aware of during the eight years of barack obama that he ever accepted responsibility for anything that went wrong everything was always pinned and shifted to george w bush every single time they're doing the same thing now with trump and they've never once taken responsibility for anything and this is their entire election strategy is to get the people who have not thought about this any other day this last four years Makes you think you just need a good cookie right now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, we just happen to have. Cookie. Yes. Uh-huh. Scrumptiouscookie.com. Yes. Yeah. The, the birthday cake in. I'm going to have to charge you the for The snickerdoodle is in. It's it, really It, it will help the apocalypse go down a lot easier. <laughs> Scrumptiouscookies.com. Yes. Scrumptiouscookies.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No S. You leave the last S off for, for savings. savings. Yeah. Scrumptiouscookie.com. Okay. Right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the Glenn Beck program. No, 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 no. Uh, Wouldn't you like to skip over your banker's head and go straight to the endless fountain of cash that is the Fed? Wouldn't you just love it if they could just open up an account, you know, with them and they just open it up for you in your name and then they just put money directly into it? Wouldn't that be great? Well, it's coming. The Fed has a whole laundry list of bad ideas that they are now shooting for. And one of them is just printing money and putting it into your account. While that may sound good to the uninitiated, it might sound good to the people who don't think that's incredibly, uh, incredibly bad idea. Why? Inflation, hyperinflation, I don't know, loss of every value that we've ever held dear. I, I want you to go to Goldline now and see if gold or silver is right for you. There is a reason why gold is going up right now, and that's because they're printing money 
with nothing to back it up. They're printing more money in the last 90 days than they've they printed in the last 90 years. Call 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Call them right now. Tonight, Chad Prather, my wife, is going to be on the show. It's going to be a disaster for me. Followed by Stu Does America and then Glenn TV, the big special tonight, The Enemy Within. So, uh, welcome back to the Glenn Beck program with uh, Stu Gear and uh, Pat Gray is joining us as well. NASA is actively monitoring a strange anomaly. Say it. Anomaly. Thank you. In Earth's magnetic field, a giant region of lower magnetic intensity in the skies above the planet. This is about the polar shift. Thought I'd throw that in because last week and we just missed the closest uh, the the closest asteroid uh, in history. Unbelievably close. Right. You know, they consider a close call four million miles. Four million miles. Right. Right. This was the same distance as it is from Dallas to Boston. It was eight. 1,800 miles. It doesn't give yeah. me... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bad one. Car-sized asteroid. Yeah. Uh, doesn't really give me a lot of confidence that NASA is up on this one. No. You know uh, what I mean? It doesn't inspire yeah, it doesn't. confidence at all. No, it no. really doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> but, hey, we're not calling black holes black holes anymore, and that's what's important. You Thank know what you. I mean? Thank so you. no more uh, Siamese uh, twin uh, galaxies, galaxies no. and stars. No. So. Have that. We got that, yeah. Uh, but but we did miss the asteroid that almost hit us. But <laughs> we saw it after it went by, though. So that was, yeah, we saw. It. We're like, we whoa, knew, whoa, was that close? What was that? Killed. Yeah, oh, man. Whoa, what was that? That's uh, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> so I'm just looking for good news. Um, it's about suicide rate. That's probably not good. How about how about this one? How about this one? Uh, there is a new study on our dogs, <clears throat> and I can't find it now. Uh, there's a new study. Uh, well, which which Hall of Fame is, is Glenn going into? Any idea? <laughs> no, I'm already in. I'm already in. So I'm just curious as to. I think it's the Hardware Hall of Fame. Okay, that yeah, would make more the, sense than what he's actually going yeah, into. The Hardware Store Hall the of Fame. Is- there it is. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Uh, they've done a study on our dogs now. Uh, okay. And uh, and uh, it's it's you're going to you're just going to find more reasons not to like your neighbors. Um, so they compared Democrats to Republicans mm-hmm. as dog owners. Uh, Democrats are twice as likely to spay or neuter their dogs. All right. Okay. And I think population that, control, that makes sense. Population control. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also they probably live in cities much more and they probably mm-hmm. are like, oh, I don't. If a burglar comes in, I don't want him to rip the face off of somebody. I do. I do. <laughs> so I keep all that testosterone right there in the body of that dog. Um, they the company used GPS technology to tap into its database of one point six million do- uh, dogs. Compare it to voting data from the 2016 election. Now, remember. All your all your information is completely private. Oh, completely yeah. <laughs> private. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here among the findings, dog names uh, for Democrats among the top five most popular for Democrats. Diamond, Prince, Princess, King and Bodie. Bodie? Bodie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know anybody that has Diamond, Princess, King. 
King or Bodie. I did have Prince as a dog when I was, you know, kid. Uh, then with Republicans, listen to the difference. Brutus, Ruger, <laughs> Sassy, Buckeye, and Baby. And you know Baby is not a little dog. Oh, no, Baby's no. like the yes. big dog. That's like, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. Baby's the biggest dog on the block. Out of all of them, Baby's the one that's going to kill you easiest. Republicans tend to think bigger is better. 13% more likely than Democrats to have dogs weighing more than 25 pounds. Not 25 pounds. That's not a dog. <laughs> Pat's a dog. How much does it weigh? Five pounds? Uh, yeah. And it's a cat. Soaking wet, maybe. Or a rat. Mm-hmm. Republicans are 20% more likely than Democrats to have mixed breed. Because most Republicans, we just, you know, you just go out to a, a shelter and get it. For all the shelter mm-hmm. talk mm-hmm. that all the left does, no, they want their purebred. They want their, oh, no, this is a special breed. This is a doodle. We just pick up whatever dog <laughs> bit us on the way home. That's how we right. get dogs. <laughs> yeah, right. Still attached to your leg when you walk in the front door. Now, tell me if this doesn't make sense. What are the dogs? Name three dogs that you just don't like. You would not want to own. And I don't mean because of danger. I just mean like, oh, mm. that breed sucks. Uh, Pitbull. Pitbull, but, but that's because of danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the dog that you have that with the smashed nose? Uh, like pug. Yeah, they're the badasses. Yeah. So, I don't want a pug. Yeah, I don't want a pug. And I don't what, want a poodle. What breed do you have? I don't want a poodle. But the rat breed? Yeah, I've got the glorified rat breed. Okay. You got a problem with it? I wouldn't, yeah, want, a ch- I I wouldn't want a chihuahua. I wouldn't want a chihuahua. A chihuahua, okay. Yeah. Well, you don't like Mexicans, no, obviously. Right. right. No, um, I don't want a pug. I would take a bulldog. But I wouldn't want a pug. Oh, pugs are awesome. Yeah. Bulldogs are pretty great, too, though. Those yeah. are great dogs. Yeah, except you feel bad for them because they're always walking around going. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the best part. <sighs> right. Yeah. It's like me. I, it's, 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 it's like me you. on a leash. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, and the other one, you said it. Poodle. Yeah. No. Yeah. Democrats are six times more likely to have poodles. Mm. Oh, I believe that. Or poodle mixes. Absolutely absolutely the labradoodle thing is a big thing now that's part labrador part poodle if i'm getting yeah. the words correct and they look great when they're puppies and then they yeah they kind of look like almost, like, like, almost like horses right <laughs> like curly haired horses yes. and when you get to get to adulthood you're like okay you can go play with the neighbor's house now permanently <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> like you there. anymore There's, i mean there should be a puppy exchange oh. There really should be mm. a Christmas puppy exchange mm-hmm. where once the dog, yeah, first of all, they have to be potty trained, mm-hmm. but then they're given to you like in a little gift box. And then every six months or so, all of a sudden the dog is young again. And you're like, oh, look, look that's small again. And it's just a service that comes in and switches the dog and you get a new puppy. What happens to the old dog? We don't ask questions. We don't <laughs> ask questions. But they're just no I longer mean, there. But the rumor is they wind up in uh, in Southeast Asia. <laughs> no, 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 no. They go on to live great lives mm-hmm. in a puppy that's kingdom right. that's what I meant. beyond understanding. <laughs> and uh, we just don't want to talk about that puppy kingdom because we don't want we don't want people to wreck it. Right. Uh, and that's, they will. Yeah. They will. So well, they wreck everything. Yeah. Uh, and uh, final thoughts here on the uh, on the convention uh, tonight. Big lineup tonight. Uh, tonight is uh, what's lineup. her name? Kamala. Kamala. Yeah, it's Kamala time. 
That's uh, well, uh, somebody else that's pretty exciting. Be agonizing as speaking tonight as well. Uh, of course, they're all agonizing. You know, it's interesting because the Democrats today are so bad that sometimes you find yourself a little nostalgic for the Bill Clinton days. Then you see him speak. And it's like, okay, that's right. That's why. I don't oh, yeah, he was terrible. That's he was right. I remember awful. that. And he was probably molesting all sorts of people by when when we thought oh, he just had gosh. bad Isn't policies. it amazing oh, that gosh. that photograph came out the day he was supposed to speak at the DNC and, you know and they who, let you him know do who it released, anyway? Do you know who released it? The London paper. How yeah. come? When uh, did we just? When did we just give all of our reporters a pass and say, "No, nah, just stay asleep. Let's have the foreign press do anything." The rumor is they paid a bunch of money for the photos. Um, so sometimes, sometimes mm. U.S. papers will not do such things. Actual journalistic efforts, though we have a lot of tabloids too. So I'm not sure why none of them decided yeah. to pony up for those photos. Did, uh, she is coming out and saying she said uh, he was nothing but a gentleman. Right. That's what that's what uh, her. Uh, no, and uh, yeah. nothing but a gentleman. Yeah, she was she was uh, oh. she was trying to say that he did not molest her, okay. which and that's good. Be great. Uh, that's the, good. the less be molesting great. he did, we know he did some. The less, the better, though. We're, yeah. We always cheer on less molesting from Bill Clinton. So, <laughs> have you have you heard uh, have you ever heard of the uh, fashion uh, tycoon from Canada named Peter Nygaard? Mm. Yeah, I'm the only mm. one in the room that should have heard of him, and I've never heard of him. Um, this guy is out of control. This is the big scandal in Canada. Um, this guy is. I think I did hear about a little yeah, bit. About this. Yeah, he is Canada's uh, uh, Robert Epstein. Uh, not Robert Epstein. Um, what's Jeffrey, Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey mm-hmm. Epstein. Um, and it, it, I mean, it's the same story. And guess mm. who made visits to his private island all the time? Prince Andrew. Oh. I mean, Prince Andrew, okay. he's a bad, and wasn't, wow. was Fergie married to Prince Andrew? Is that who she married? Uh, you so are, any, any of these questions in this arena, I have literally no knowledge of. I it's don't know possible. who these people are. Yeah, sounds I think it right. is possible. Yeah. sounds right. And she was yeah. made out to be a monster. Mm-hmm. And Prince, I think Prince Andrew, look that up, Stu. I think Prince Andrew was married to her and they made her look like a monster. Right. This guy. Yes, former wife of Prince Andrew. Oh, this guy is. I'd love to hear from Fergie about this. <laughs> Uh, it is a it's a it's a weird weird one i mean the people they're putting on stage should they should be ashamed of themselves they put on this this uh you know andrew cuomo who comes on after he's killed more people than any other (laughs) public official in the world it comes with coronavirus well, it comes with the coronavirus. Oh, coronavirus. Yeah, okay. yeah you're right. Hitler was saying Mao. Uh, yeah, no, there's been <laughs> a few. Yeah, okay. Uh, and he's out there touting a new book. <laughs> yes. He's, he's freaking releasing a oh. book about how brilliant he was during the coronavirus when he's criticizing mm. Arizona that has one-seventh of the deaths of, of New York. He's releasing a book, his last book, which I just love this, mm-hmm. his last book. He got a bonus of seven hundred and seventy-eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars, I think it was, mm-hmm. and he sold thirty-two hundred copies. Oh, jeez! So they paid him two hundred and thirty some odd dollars per book <laughs> <laughs> that he sold, which is not what they charged in stores. It was actually less than that. <laughs> well, um, Canada, uh, yeah, because it's, it's always it's Canadian always higher money. in it, Canada. It it's always higher in Canada. And then the 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 woman who uh, they put out there uh, to completely exploit her grief. As her father, who was a Trump supporter, died of coronavirus, and her big point was, you know, 
his only pre-existing condition was trusting Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, the most exploitative thing I have ever seen. This poor woman who lost her dad and obviously is not dealing with it well, but who would, right? Mm-hmm. She's now trying, She's and I went back and looked at her posts. Almost all of her posts were upset at the governor. Not the president. The president was occasionally mentioned, you know, in the thing, this Trump and, you know, like how he's mentioned in every freaking story for whatever reason. But it was almost all about the governor. She wrote a letter to the governor, did not mention Trump. She mentioned the governor, the governor, the governor, the governor, the governor. Now they've remixed the story to make it all Trump's fault so that she can come out in the middle of the Democratic National Convention and blame Trump. Because no one cares if he's blaming so the governor despicable. of Arizona. If she's blaming the governor of Arizona. Despicable. Jeez. And, you know, of course, there's a million problems with the stuff that she said. And it's hard. you can't blame her. She's grieving. But the Democratic Party is ghoulish. They are taking this poor woman who lost her father and just running her out in front of the cameras to try to get a couple more bucks from donors and a couple of votes from stupid people who will never look into the story. I mean, it is, they are disgraceful in every single way possible. I've, I've never seen such bald face lies and such serious lies as I have during this convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all you need is to do your own homework, which reminds me, there is a story out. I have to give it to you tomorrow. Did you see that scientists are now saying that it is very important that people do not do their own homework when it comes to science? Yeah. So I read that. Yeah. What? Did you read that? Yeah. No, do I not. not you, are, you do not have the qualifications, <laughs> uh, you know, and they start with an easy example is fluoride. Gosh. And you have no business looking into all of these things. Leave that to the experts. Oh, my. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, that's a, it's worth wow. going into. Yeah, we'll get into that on tomorrow's uh, broadcast. Also, uh, Don Jr., uh, Donald Trump Jr. joins us on tomorrow's broadcast. Hmm. All right. Been waiting a long time for that package to arrive, and today's the day. You've been tracking it since it left the warehouse and scratch ankle Alabama or someplace, and at long last, it has been delivered to your front door. You have, con- you have to control the urge to break the speed limit on your drive home, right there on your front porch. Nondescript box beneath the packaging peanuts and wrapped in plastic is the authentic three com- threes company-themed sports foam finger. And you've just been waiting high speed, and you get to the house, and it's gone. Not the threes company sports foam figure. You've waited gone should have had simply safe simply safe makes it easy and affordable to have the best home security on the market and their state-of-the-art equipment round-the-clock monitoring makes simply safe the first name in the business in fact you could have had that foam finger that foam finger with with uh, suzanne what's her face what was her name suzanne summer suzanne's mm-hmm. <laughs> who played the who played the dark-haired girl um Mm-hmm. Yep, Chrissy and uh, Chrissy, and all you can remember is Janet the one something Janet. 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 Well, Janet was very the, good. The mm-hmm. name of the character. Yeah, it was Chrissy and Janet. Okay. Chrissy and yeah. Janet. Yeah, that's right. still that's way yeah, better that's than me, I would have done. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Anyway, um, if you had Simply Safe, you can actually monitor, and when they ring the doorbell to deliver that package, you can automatically open the door lock, watch them from inside and outside, have them put it in close the door and you lock it back up you would have had that foam finger but 
you weren't willing to do it. Simply Safe. SimplySafeBeck.com. Right now, 50 cents a day for the monitoring. SimplySafeBeck.com. Do it now. Make sure you let them know that I sent you there at SimplySafeBeck.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. So, just to show you uh, our level of research, Joyce DeWitt. Is the name that we were looking for, Joyce DeWitt. Oh, we went down a rabbit hole after that. Yeah, yeah. We were looking at Three's Company and uh, Suzanne Summers, uh, and then the Furleys. For what was it? Was, the, it was the Ropers first, Ropers, Mr. Roper, Ropers. and then Mr. Furley. And Roper was played by Don Knotts, if I'm not mistaken. Furley was Don Knotts. Roper was Norman Fell. I mean, so that's that was, right. That was a pretty good cast. So that's it was right. John Ritter and Joyce DeWitt were there the whole time, all eight mm-hmm. seasons. So the Suzanne Summers, she was there for four seasons as the main. That's how you remember that show. It was only there for yeah. four seasons. The fifth season, they had a contract dis- dispute. She did not come back, but her name was still on the show, and she was still in the credits, credits for some reason as part of her contract. So they brought in a new Chrissy replacement, which was her cousin, Cindy Snow. Cindy Snow was a, dip, a ditzy farm girl that they kept... Uh, it, it, they kept her character ditzy because they wanted to use scripts they had already written for Chrissy. The <laughs> <laughs> side of a great show. Right. And then she, she did not work out well. She was uh, only there for two seasons. Mm. Then they brought in uh, Terry. Terry Alden. I don't remember any I of don't, these. I kind of remember her It's a like it bit. had four years of good run and then it was just over. But you really only remember those four years. Right. Like, well, I don't, when did Suzanne... Well, she, when did she leave? Why did Summers she leave? Only, she only left after four seasons. I think she wanted more. She was the seen as one of the big stars and wanted more money, I think. Uh, the contract oh, dispute. Bye-bye.